What is happening, everybody? It is Tuesday, May 25th. Man, we're going to get into those hot months. Yay! Pretty happy. Stoked out right now. It's 90 degrees today where I'm at. Currently 84. It's okay. We'll make it through it. Man, already a dislike? How dare you? Anyways, hold on, guys. Who's out there? How we doing today? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. Let's talk about some stuff. Oh man. I would tell you what. Hold on, let me things here. Uh, still wearing a hat because my hair still need to fix it a little bit, you know? I told you guys about that, man. At least your members, I told you about that. What's going on, Jason? How you doing, bud? That's Daddy Crook! He's a crook! No, you're not a crook. It's fine. You're here. Mr. Eric Patterson, how's it going, bud? A lot of How you doing, bud? Music Man is here. Niner for life. What's up, buddy? So, uh, Mr. Uh, McKenzie, I keep meaning to uh, jam you for something. So, it's hot. Don't sweat the balls off. Yeah, I know. Getting warm. I try not to run my AC when I'm doing this, you know, but luckily I'm wearing a black shirt because, you know, you know me sometimes. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm doing an OnlyFans uh, live stream. That's right. A members only live Come on. Yeah, won't be showing my nips. Don't worry. Then you never know what could happen. You never know what could happen. That down a little bit. You see the link for this track? Did you did you find the link for this track? Um, like I said, I uh, I would have to find it, man. Don't know. Release the haircut, right? What up there, Carlos? How's it going, buddy? No, uh, yeah. When it comes to that, I'll have to find it again. I mean, I just downloaded it, you know, because it was uh, one of those things where I was like, I need some royalty-free music. So then I paid like I don't know. I don't even. It wasn't even that much. It was like paid a little bit, and then downloaded it so I, I don't even remember exactly what what was going on there hello darling you had a splash of water in your face all day i know it's getting hot I'm trying to look at the uh the weather man what's the weather looking like in my neck of the woods for the week um let's see yeah it's gonna be 85 tomorrow it's gonna it's only gonna be in the 80s not too bad not too bad it was 91 today though yeah it was pretty warm on today Pretty warm one today. What's going on, Mr. Bailey? Uh, yeah, Zach is more Chad than Thor. <laughs> Juan! That's a good one, man. It's a good one. I like that. I like that he's more Chad than Thor. I like it when people were calling him Chad Snyder. I think it was over It was over the the summer last year where he, he like, really, you know, he shaved the sides, but he had, the, he had uh, longer hair on top. It was like he was trying to be... You know, he had he didn't have the normal Zack Snyder haircut, which is essentially just it goes forward and then lifts up. Um, he tried something different, and I thought that was kind of cool. And a lot of people were like, "Yeah, look at that! Look at Zack!" I mean, it kind of almost de-aged him, even though it, it, you know it's weird because when Zack has the beard, it's like, okay, yeah, he's got that experience, wisdom uh, look to him, and then he shaves the beard, and you go like, "Did he just lose like 15 years? What the fuck?" Yeah, it's crazy. What's going on, James? James, how you doing? We got Logan from uh, New Zealand here. Hi, how you doing, James? James, how you doing? Really enjoyed. Yes, I know. And hopefully, you guys did. You guys watch my trailer reaction? Fucking a, man! I don't know what the hell happened, but apparently, when I uh, posted my my trailer reaction, all of a sudden it was just like, "Yeah, you're blocked." That's right. Yeah, they blocked you. Eh, they didn't want you to react to the trailer, so you're blocked. So I had to put in, of course, my dispute. And then it finally relinquished the blocking. I think in some territories it's still blocked. I'm not too sure. But uh, but yeah, then all of a sudden it was just like, okay, this is just a trailer reaction. And you're blocking me. And, you know, of course, I did the normal thing. This is fair use. 
I'm reacting, commentary, you know, it's all that stuff. And then it finally, yeah, like I said, it relinquished the block, like global block that it had. And then I was able to post it. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I know. And speaking of that, isn't like, I saw something today where everybody was talking about how like India's government is going to start blocking like Twitter and Facebook. What the hell was that? About? I remember saw, seeing something about that. I don't know. <sighs> Am I I'm wondering when the trolling will amp up with Ben and J-Lo? And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. It's already been happening, man. It's already been happening. It's already been happening. We got a new member, Carlos Hernandez. Thank you, sir. Like I said, okay. And then speaking of that, uh, members, I think Tuesday is just going to be a members only. We'll do a members only post show stream like uh, we did last Tuesday. And uh, so then, you know, if you're a member, you don't have to ask me questions on Twitter or anything like that. I mean, you still can. It's perfectly fine. But, you know, we'll just we'll just chill for about, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And uh, you guys can ask me some uh, members-only questions. That's where, you know, ask me anything, I guess you could say. So we'll do that right after this. Uh, we'll do the same thing like we did uh, last week, which was basically, um, basically, uh, I'll send you the link. Look at your YouTube feed. Your YouTube feed will be, po it'll be posted there, you know, so then we can just do it like that and keep, uh, you know, all the cool stuff. So yeah, look forward to that. So members, you guys are good. Thought you showed your Pena, your Pena in that reaction. That's why, why I was, <laughs> yeah. My little Pena, my little Pena. Yeah. Uh, no, John Cena's not. Well, I mean, he's getting canceled, kind of, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But uh, thank you, Carlos, for joining. And if you guys want to join, too, you know, just hit that join button, become a member. Become a member. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we got the Patreon, too. You know, if you want to join that pirate ship, of course, all that all helps out. And then uh, I'll be uh, tonight's going to happen. I have them ready to go, guys. Two. I got two. Why did I do it like that? I'm not a crook. Um, no, I got two, uh, new shirts that are going to be jump that are going to be, uh, jumping into the film junkie closet tonight. And, uh, I'm going to have the Patreon, the patrons to have first crack at it, you know, and, uh, give you guys a, a little discount for, of course, uh, helping out the pirate ship. And, uh, yeah, it's two shirts that I, I posted about actually they, you know, it's already two shirts that I've already posted about. There'll be a couple more shirts that are going to be coming in uh, there pretty soon. So it's going to be great. Getting some new merchandise. So if you want to check out the current merchandise, of course, you could do that right now if you want to, because it's uh, all down there. You can get exclusive. Oh, you know, it's a, one of my, I mean, the, the metalhead shirt's always been a popular one. I mean, that's one of my first born. I just, you know, I was bored at work and decided, all right, I want to make a reference to that. So I found something and I was like, all right. And then I drew it up on AutoCAD and I was like, just put metalhead because he's a metalhead. And of course, got some other stuff, you know, everything, get them shirts out. Yeah, just going to get more, more shirts out. Like I said, I got two that's going to pop in there. I got another one that I'm working on and then like three more. That's going to be, I mean, all of a sudden it was just like, all right, let's do this. And then I have some more ideas for some shorts, some shirts. So see what happens. When do we get the flame, the film junkie? Oh yeah. Film junkie, the flamethrower. Yeah. I know, right? That's what I need. Film Junkie, the coloring book. Film Junkie, the breakfast cereal. Film Junkie, the flamethrower. The kids love this one. Yeah, that's right. You guys know what movie that's from. You know it. What's going on, Felix? Hi, Felix. But uh, yeah, so thank you to that. And uh, thank you to everybody joining, of course, and uh, all that stuff. So let's have some fun. I know, Metal Roadhead. I know. I should do a new, a new one, right? Man, see now you, you see, Jose, you're getting me like ideas because we all know that that's what started the apocalypse or, you know, the Las, the Las Vegas apocalypse. It's what started Army of the Dead is <laughs> Army. I know. I'm Now Now I see you got me thinking Army Army of the Head. Yeah. But that's the thing. <laughs> and I still remember when I like brought that up to you, uh, Chelsea, when she showed up in the vodka stream and I was classy at first. And then I made the joke. I'm like, well, I just want to come out and say like, well, yeah, Roadhead started that, you know. How does it feel? I forgot exactly what she called it. She called it something different. Where she didn't call it roadhead. She called it mat. She called it like car mat or something like that. I don't know what the hell she called it, but I don't know. Yeah, you're a genius sometimes. I get it. It's fine. It's whatever. Your goddamn Dodgers. You now they tell you. I mean, I hope that I actually hope they're winning because they're playing the Astros right now, right? Hopefully, some uh, people are being uh, mean to some of the Astros players or something like that. I don't know. 
But yeah, good stuff. So we'll be talking about some uh, that. But let's go to the tweets. Go to the tweets. All right, here we go. Boop. All right. All right, what do we tweet today? What's going on in the Twitter sphere? First off, why is Satan? I love I love looking at the brief little like uh, trending sidebar because in California, Satan right now is uh, trending. And then Ray Finkel, why is Ray Finkel trending? All right, I got to check this out. I can't. Why is Satan trending in California? Oh, there's someone, I remember he's seeing something about that. Um, Hitler and okay, so I don't know, has something Satan is trending. Uh, so uh, naturally, of course, ah, son of a bitch, don't freeze up now. I mean, come on, ah, damn computer just freaking froze up on me. Sorry, uh, I think it's this video right here with some crazy chick was like saying something about. Hitler statues and Satan. I don't know. <laughs> ah, let's not get political at the start of the show. Let's not do that. But why is Ray Finkel? Well, hold on. Yeah. Ray Finkel is trending because, oh, who is the first player you think about when you see this logo? Yeah. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel or Einhorn is a man. That would, Jesus Christ. Ace Ventura would get canceled so badly today because of that whole scene of about him being grossed out that he kissed a man. And we got Javier, Javier's fandom. He's become a new member. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Awesome. You guys are good. Winning two to zero so far. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, when it comes, I mean, even though I don't want them to win, obviously, but you know, when it comes to the Astros, we want them to win. Ah, and I love the uh, the choice that I chose for John Cena and my my thumbnail, you know, because you know all the you me 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 all the yeah you know, the merch that he has because well John Cena ugh I don't know uh, I can never get over this fucking scene right here it's one of my favorite shots I mean I mean let's face it, the Flash was just a fucking he was such the all-star in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Even though you can get a little narcolepsy, I, I get it. I, you know, I, I don't want you guys to like fall into a seizure, but still, this gif is pretty good. And then we got some, of course, Ray Fisher mic droppage happening right here. So Warner Media, of course, posted a one-year anniversary about the George Floyd killing. And then uh, Chris, Christy Habegger, Habegger, Habegger. She says, phrases such as systemic racism and Black Lives Matter are now in our collective lexicon. Naming social ills empowers us to change them. And uh, Warner Media posted that. So then Ray Fisher said, I spent many hours on the phone with Christy Habegger. Habegger? Uh, this is one of the major reasons why the jail investigation dragged on and why Warner Media still refuses to apologize. If Black Lives Matter, then apologize to your black employees. If you won't, maybe Discovery will. The only thing I don't like that last part. What did what did discover? Why, why did why would Discovery have to apologize when they didn't do anything? That that one that would was a little weird. I mean, I think he just wanted to link Discovery with it a little bit. I don't know, but I I, I don't see why it, Discovery has to apologize. I mean, I don't know. That's just me though. I'm like, what exactly? Uh, we'll see what happens, but I don't know. That just seems a little interesting to me right there. So I don't know. And then, of course, yes, guys, uh, this was uh, floating around over the weekend. The fact that, uh, I mean, they say watch, but isn't that a bracelet? Is there a watch on there? If that if that's the case, if there's a watch on that right there, I think maybe there is. I guess there is. Damn, Ben, do not start letting Jennifer Lopez dress you again. I mean, I mean, it's one thing to pick out a shirt that maybe can emphasize your shoulders and your chesticles, you know, that's fine. But if she's going to start picking out your jewelry, that is a very dainty, weird, man, get yourself a fucking good-ass, like, you know, a Rolex or a T-Sod or some shit, something good, you know, solid on your wrist. Not this little fucking, what, I mean, that's not even, that doesn't even look like a watch, man. That's what I worry about. I worry about it. I worry about she's going to start, you know, doing all that and dressing him again and shit like that. It's like, no, we like rugged. We like rugged Ben. Please don't make him shave his like beard or stubble. And, uh, you know, we like rugged Ben where he's just wearing some T-shirts and hanging out and blah, blah, blah. We don't need him to be. Uh, she's going to start doing that again. Watch. <laughs> the Animaniacs need to apologize. Oh, no. 
Yeah, I know. Everybody needs to apologize, right? And then, yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't know. What would you guys think of the trailer? I mean, my face kind of explains it all right there. I have, I am so intrigued. Well, I mean, obviously, you give me something Edgar Wright, you give me something Anya Taylor-Joy, I am already in. But that trailer was, man, that trailer was a little bit of a trip, man. It was, it was crazy. It was, uh, it was interesting. Like, um, yeah, I, I, you kind of don't know exactly what's going on and what's going on. Some kind of fantasy world thing, kind of something, you know, uh, switching eras, time travel, possibly. I don't know. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But that's cool. And then, yeah, Jacob, if you're out there, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Check out. I'm working out, guys. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Cat. Uh, okay. And we got that. And then, of course, yeah. Well, remember, guys, remember, well, we'll talk about this. But remember, when we talk about this men's health thing, because, yeah, there's a little bit of a video. We'll watch a little bit of it. But it's like Zach actually talked about that on the vodka stream. He said that he had a thing with men's health that would probably be embarrassing, which, yeah, you could kind of see because it's like you literally have to do. <laughs> I mean, even though, come on, man. I mean, that's that's our director right there. OK, not many directors uh, look like that, especially at 55. You know, and that's what I said. I said, Zack Snyder was talking about it. That's probably going to be embarrassing. I'm going, well, you're going to be embarrassing a lot of people under 55 who, you know, don't aren't doing that, aren't pulling the fucking, I think they're what, 25, 35 pound curls right there, you know, just fucking uh, doing it. But yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Of course, he works out in the V-neck. You know, why not? But, you know, Jesus Christ, man talk about red bear but it's just kind of funny how we mentioned that on the vodka stream and he said like it's probably embarrassing because yeah you, you literally have a film crew that shows up and you got to show them your workout regimen and shit like that one thing that snyder and i wonder pro it's probably been asked and i don't think maybe snyder is just too shy but i'm actually surprised surprised that zach has not has is there any pictures of him shirtless i mean i know there's like there's been a picture of his of him like at his pool or at some pool that showed his back tattoo, but that's about it. Has it, has there ever been like a shirtless picture? And usually when it comes to men's health magazines, you know, they usually kind of want to show the, the musculars, but there hasn't really been an absolute Chad, right? I love, I always love that terminology. Chad, we got some promo art for Harley Quinn right here. That'll be on some t-shirts and stuff. So, I mean, obviously, I, I like this one the best, where she's just, like, holding onto her pigtails and making a crazy face. So, do you have, uh, Dave, do you have shirtless Snyder picture? No. Uh, I've requested that from the guy. Uh, I've asked him, like, hey, dude, let me just see what you look like, man. I just want to see, just for, you know, reference, because, you know, I want to get in, like, the same shape as, uh, as you. Please, just send me a picture. Zach, come on, Zach, send me a picture. Shit. No, uh, I do not. I do not, but I'm just, it's just, uh, I'm, uh, maybe he just thinks like, yeah, it'd probably be just a little too much. I don't know. He can't show his body. Is that what it is? Maybe he's got like a big, huge fucking scar. I don't know. I got a scar. I got a scar from my fucking, uh, when I almost died and got my appendix removed. So I got a nice little scar. It's actually on this side. And then, uh, hopefully you guys checked out the uh, new DC film squad cast. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will tomorrow for sure trying to catch up on my podcast and then man remember this remember the look at the good old days remember this guys i mean this was 44 years ago but still and you know what's kind of cool is i actually saw force awakens in that exact theater right there the chinese theater yes that's where i saw force awakens right there so but look at that look at that crowd that was there for the premiere of fucking star wars man but yeah i saw force awakens in there in 3d which is weird but you know what can you do Oh, yeah, we'll be talking about this uh, Esquire Middle East interview. And then, you know what? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, so on Fat Man Beyond, the comic artist Mark Bernardin suggests Billie Eilish for the role of Batgirl. Billie Eilish as Batgirl makes you a billion dollars. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I could see that because of her name. But that kind of takes away from the uh, the art of it and you're just like okay let's get this see this is what i like i mean this is going back i mean obviously this is going to be a uh a show we're just gonna basically just 
<clears throat> we're going to be, I'm going to be licking Zack Snyder's beanbag because it's just, because of just the, his, the way he approaches his art. You know, if you're just going to hire her because of the name and not the talent, fuck off. Fuck that shit. Okay. I mean, yeah, sure. She now is showing her body now, you know, now that she's 18, she's like, fuck it. I'm going to change my image. Yeah, sure. But I mean, can you imagine, a, a, a can you imagine Babs with these eyes? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't really like that. No, please. No. Okay. There are many actresses out there, Mr. Bernardin, um, that are much, much better when it comes to this. She is on top of the world. She's one of the top pop stars. She just released a new album. She's got Grammys. How about we just let an actress take on, you know, let's not think about that. You know, an actress who actually, you know, can act. We don't even know if she, if Billie Eilish could act. And I just can't see that, please. Oh yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy, whatever. <clears throat> so, and then womp womp. Okay, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, C, the CEO of CW is now commenting about why they're reworking the live action Powerpuff Girls. And I just thought this was funny because the quote said, it didn't feel as rooted in reality. It's because it's called the Powerpuff Girls, you fucking idiot. Come on. It's the Powerpuff Girls. What are you thinking? Uh, Mark Bernardin seems like a nice guy, but his writing isn't great, and I don't always agree with him. Fan casts. He fan casts a lot of it. Yeah, see? I, I mean, I don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I don't think, I don't think like, uh, you know, he's a you know terrible person or something like that. But, yeah, he just, his takes are really, really sometimes really bad. But anyways, guys, yes. Wasn't it didn't feel as rooted in reality? And then of course there was like a leaked script that was popping around that was going around Twitter and stuff, and uh, they were like big time removing it and everything. I read like a little page from it. Apparently there was like some lesbian action, which I'm like, cool. I don't mind some lesbian action, but this is the Powerpuff Girls, right? Again, what is going on here? I mean, are, what are you guys trying to accomplish? With this fucking live action Powerpuff Girls. It almost seems like it can't be done. Like you just, it just needs to stay animated. You got this, this shit is going to fail. It's going to flop. I mean, it's already flopping. Flippy flopping. Jesus Christ. So let's, can we get, can we stop it with this? Just fucking, just, just scrap the whole show. And just do like a different kind of reality, or not reality, uh, uh, animation show, please. Jesus Christ. And then, uh, hey, Mr. Aaron Bailey, man, look at you getting recognized by the man himself, Mr. Dave Batista, for your for your picture right here. That's pretty awesome. And look at that. Dave Batista was like amazing. So that's pretty cool, man. And then apparently, too, I guess uh, Jeremy Irvine has pretty much uh, confirmed that he is, uh, in fact, uh, playing the Alan Scott Green Lantern, the Green Lantern series. So there you go. So we got two Green Lanterns now. Two Green Lanterns. Why not? And then, you know, talking about theories, more theories about Army of the Dead. I didn't notice this, but there is like uh, you get the MGM sign right there and you do see something that says virtual reality right there. I don't know if that means anything, but it's interesting. It's interesting. So somebody pointed that out because we talk about, you know, time loops and virtual realities. And a lot of people are going like, is there a matrix thing happening? But then when I brought up the idea, I'm like, is it a video game? Zach was like, no, it's not a video game. But then at the same time, maybe it still could be some kind of matrix type thing that's happening. Who knows? But it's definitely not a video game. Uh, and then, of course, I made this I, I, this tweet right here, which we'll we'll be talking about the article that this came from, from uh Amari uh, Hardwick I'm talking about the uh, diverse cast in Army of the Dead. And I said, yes, say it louder, Amari, because there are people that still don't consider this cast diverse enough. It's not diverse enough because it's 2021. Nothing's ever fucking enough. All right. Never enough. Never enough. It's never going to be enough. And yes, there are people that still think that the cast, the cast of Army of the Dead was not diverse enough. Okay. And I saw some people that are like, yeah, no, these assholes that hate Snyder. Sadly, I saw Snyder fans also saying it. Jesus Christ. 
And then speaking of Zack Snyder, he's just adding to it. Guy knows what guys. The guy knows how to just add to it right here, because as you can see with this tweet right here, fighting and dying, fighting and dying, fighting and dying. Hashtag Army of the Dead. So he put fighting and dying three times. So the fourth time, it's all hey fourth. The fourth little thing right there, Army of the Dead. So I think he's trying to indicate that yes, this is four, four, the key number, four. Key number is totally four. So, yeah, two Green Lanterns. We need more. I can I can never have enough. Well, I mean, seek, man. I mean, you you know. I mean, yeah. I think I think there's definitely going to be more. I think they're going to uh, probably bring in. Um, they're going to bring in uh, uh, Simon. They're going to bring in Simon and Jessica. I think. Pretty sure. Uh, there'll definitely be more. So don't worry about that. But uh, yeah. So I'm just. This is just adding to it again. I mean. I'm telling you, he's just adding to what happens if Vegas dies in Vegas. I mean, that, I mean, obviously that's a play on the the actual saying, but at the same time, I'm just kind of going, man, he's really, I mean, who knew that there was going to be a fucking weird kind of time loop, other dimension kind of thing aspect to this movie. I mean, we already got zombies and aliens and cyborg zombies. Now we're just going to add like this weird kind of crazy little timeline. I fucking love it though. I mean, it just makes me love the movie even more. And then we got some more art that'll be on T-shirts and whatnot for the Batman. The Batman. That's right. Good stuff. I see. And then uh, Blumhouse, they announced that the uh, production has started on Firestarter. Stephen King remake that stars Zac Efron. I did not know Zac Efron was going to be this in this movie. But, I mean, is there going to be a little girl again? I'm, I'm assuming so, right? With the, you know, with the original being a little Drew Barrymore. So, yeah. And I guess they're kind of showing you like, hey, we're going to use real fire, guys. Hey, in Blumhouse, we trust. I will say that. In Blumhouse, we trust. And then, yeah, we'll be talking about this right here, of course. Uh, release the Snyder Punch because, yeah, I mean, Jenna Malone wants to release the Snyder Punch. I think there's going to be some kind of campaign to uh, try to get that thing to uh, to trend. So look, be on the lookout for that. All right, let me keep that. We'll be talking about this in a little bit here, of course, because, oh, no. Okay, we're good. All right, and I'm back. All right, so there you go, guys. There's the tweets. There's the tweets. So let's talk about that. He didn't direct the prequel, though. I know. Doesn't he doesn't have to? He doesn't have to direct the prequel, but he, of course he was very much involved with the production. That's the thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Very much involved in the universe building. I mean, that's that's one of the things that we have to realize is like Zach can't just direct and do everything as much as we want him to, and as much as he probably would love to also because he just loves to do this stuff. He can't do everything. Okay, that's why when I said if there's going to be a restoration of Thai Snyderverse uh, when it comes to DC. And they do, if they do the miniseries thing, it's like he does not need to direct all of it. Okay. He just involved. It's his blueprint. It's all that. So, you know, we just, we just got to do that. Just got to do that. All aboard the pirate ship. Arr, thank you, sir. Thank you, Jason. Um, I appreciate it, man. You're awesome. Hopefully, uh, you're recuperating. I know you told me about that, so that's good. Yes, I would love. Oh man, I would love to get, love to get Jenna Malone on the on the vodka stream. See if I uh, that could be that could be interesting. I could try try to figure that out. Oh, that's right. Giants are playing the D backs. That's right. They're playing the D the D bags. Forgot about that. That means uh, good old uh, what's his nuts is going to be pitching against them. So. Jason Sugar Daddy. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, uh, Jason. I appreciate that. You're awesome. All right, let's talk about the topics here. So we got some more. We got a Zack Snyder Esquire Middle East interview, which I thought was uh, pretty pretty good stuff because uh, a lot of more, you know, just more little tidbits come out. We like to talk about. It. And then, of course, we had the men's health thing. But let's talk about, let's talk about this. Um, this article right here, let's kind of go through it here. And just, I just love stuff that was talked about in this article. I thought it was uh, pretty damn cool. Cool. Look cool. 
All right, so here's the article right here, and if you haven't checked it out, it's Esquire Middle East. So it says, Army of the Dead's Zack Snyder, the hardest five years of my life. The boyish wonder. I love the fact that they call him the boyish wonder, and I'm sure he likes that because he very much is like a kid. I mean, we've seen him where he's jumping on trampolines. He's just, I mean, you strive to be like this, and when everybody's sort of in you know, why don't you grow up, huh? Why don't you grow up? Fuck that shit. I mean... You know, Zack Snyder at 55, he's like fucking Peter Pan. He still looks young as shit, and he's got all this energy. But it says, The Boyish Wonder commands one of the films, uh, one, of, uh, one of the film world's most dedicated fan bases, enamored with uh, the unapologetic commitment to his craft, but following personal tragedy, he has returned with a new focus and determination. And see, that's that I've brought I've brought that point up before, guys. I've brought that point up before where the fact of the matter is, is like, yes, when it comes to Zack Snyder and having a fandom, I'm there's directors that are fucking jealous of the fandom that he has. Okay. This is like a fandom that Steven Spielberg once had. And I don't know if he has it as much. George Lucas really had a fan base like this. I mean, where it's just like we want to just see anything that Zack Snyder and we're going to fucking make sh I mean, now in the world of trending and shit like that, it's crazy. Every actor, every crew member, every passerby on every one of Zack Snyder's movies describes him in the same way. The man is like a little boy on a film set. This was uh this was never more obvious than it was while filming Army of the Dead, his Netflix zombie heist film for which he served as his own cinematographer running around like a madman with a red digital camera in hand, grabbing new inspiration where it hit him and gleefully coming up with new ways for zombies to rip some of his characters to pieces. You don't have to be on the casino floor and Atlantic City, where they film some of the movie's best zombie fights to see the kid in his eyes, in the eyes of Zack Snyder, however, even over Zoom, as Esquire Middle East speaks to Snyder ahead of the release of his latest film, all it takes is the right question to pick, uh, to pick his interest, to pique his interest, and the, uh, and the years melt away from his weathered 50-year-old face, wow, they said weathered face, <laughs> I didn't even read that part. And he's 15, all toothy smiles and wide eyes as he tells you all about the zombie tiger he came up with for the film. So, gotta love that. Damn, don't, gotta watch out for that autocorrect. Yeah, see, there you go. Zack Snyder's gonna play uh, Robin in his very own stuff like that. And I love Snyder's heart isn't just on his sleeve, it's in his camera lens. Boyish enthusiasm, misunderstood. Of course, they talk about that. Um... You know, we can kind of go through that. He said, uh, the lesson I've learned over the last five years is you really have to just do what you love. You really have to make the movie you love. Okay? Important right there. Because, obviously, he was trying to make movies he loved, and he had a studio that was constantly on his fucking back. Okay? Just looking at, you know, he was under a magnifying glass, getting burned by the fucking sun like a little ant. It takes a lot out of you when you work for three years on a thing and then see it destroyed. That's big. And that's hard for anybody, as you can imagine. Yes, that's why it's so great that it actually happened. And that's why we can actually praise Warner Media, Warner Brothers. Yes, we can give them that little praise. Yes, for sure. I know there's still people out there that say, fuck Warner Brothers, fuck, fuck all this, fuck HBO Max, fuck them fuck that you know man i'm dropping a lot of f-bombs today but i don't care you know there's still a lot of people that are doing that in the fandom it's like hey you realize those guys still forked over 70 million and you know they did give us the snyder cut so yeah the fact that they don't want more is really ridiculous yes and we'll talk shit about them like crazy but at the same time we still got to be like hey well at least thank you for doing that you know so I don't know, just kind of looking at it in a certain way. But at the same time, you know, they're still they still are dicks and we're still going to find out more stuff about that. You know, we're still going to find out way more stuff about that. Not way more. But, you know, like I said, I'm still waiting for the big bomb to drop. He's alluding to what happened last year as his youthful uh, self uh, seriousness came up against the world of marketing testing uh, corporations when the epic saga that brought the world of DC Comics to life was cut short. And then, of course, it does a recap of that. The problem is Snyder took superheroes too seriously for them. Why couldn't he be more like Marvel, they thought? Why couldn't he be? He make light and breezy action comedies that played in other genres with sparkling capes? 
sparkling of capes and superheroes here and there. Why was he so intent on the grandiose statements of philosophy and mythology? Yeah, that's right. Because he's Zack fucking Snyder. And it says right here, while there may still be pain in his art, his art is the only way to use the pain for something greater. This is a good quote right here. Is it my job to make some pop culture piece of candy that you eat and forget about the next day? Nah, I would rather fuck you up in a movie than make it nice and pretty for everybody. That's what I'm talking about right there. Just what he said right there, okay? Fucking hard fact. You know what? Snyder is right about Marvel films. They go down too easy, but they don't stick. They're not there for big statements. There's a little interest in giving you something to chew on. I mean, I will say there's some that actually that we still talk about when it comes to that, but I love this line right here. Perhaps that's why this line's greater here. Perhaps that's why people are still arguing about Batman vs. Superman five years since it was released, but the world seems to have forgotten Marvel's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier just a month after it aired. Yeah, who the fuck still talks about that? Anthony Mackie still talks about it because he's Captain America now. So naturally, he wants to keep talking about that because, you know, you know, it's Anthony Mackie. Ah, so you just kind of like that. And we got a good shot of... Uh, Zach wearing a fedora. Uh, in fact, his supporters were so loud for so long, rallying under the hashtag release the Snyder cut, that something remarkable happened earlier this year. Zack Snyder's version of Justice League was finally finished and released four years after Joss Whedon's rewritten and reshot version underperformed in cinemas. Snyder's version became a huge hit across the Middle East, yes, and across the world. Inspiring conversation in a way that the original cut couldn't uh never did quote from zach i really do owe a debt of gratitude to the fan community who rallied behind me and helped me in a really interesting way they don't ask for me to change what i do as an artist they just asked me to do it all the way we want it all don't hold back yes and we still haven't received it all that's the thing this is what I love about Zach, too, is like, even though he's not sitting around waiting for those assholes at Warner Brothers, he's still out there making some shit, and we're going to back it 100%. And if you don't, then that means, you know, that sucks. You should back him. You know, if you're a Snyder fan, you tend to back up what the man does, right? Which is great. Which is absolutely great. And I think it's really interesting message for consumers to send to an artist. I think the big fear in Hollywood is always that fans will tell studios what they want, but the message from the fans here was to let the artists do their thing. Got to love that. Got to love that quote right there. There's another boyish quality. Snyder's heart isn't just uh, on his sleeve. It's in his camera lens, which we saw that. We saw that on the vodka stream. I mean, he busted out that fucking, I mean, it, I think even Garza said it looked like a cannon of a lens. You know, he loves to talk about cameras and shots and stuff like that. I mean, he just was, he is such like a, like I said, he's got that boyish charm. While he finished the film dedicated to Autumn, she's also in, she's also in so much of the film itself. The movie ends with uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Yeah, when, I, it's hard to listen to that. Every, every time that I've watched, his Justice League movie, man, it's like you hear Al Allison Crow just start singing those 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 damn lyrics, and you see the four autumn, or you see the four autumn first, and then you start hearing that song. It's hard not to uh, get a lump in the throat. I don't know about you guys, yeah, just every time. Also in the film, the song "Distant Sky" by Nick Cave, a song that may interpret as being about death of Cave's son Arthur. So uh, another quote from him, he says, I was suffering through uh, grief. Oh, no, this was, uh, let's see, it says, speaking to the Sunday Times, Snyder was in awe about Cave's ability to tackle a similar tragedy in his work, something he couldn't bring himself to do for a long time. So I, um, Nick Cave, he lost somebody too. He lost, yeah, it sounds like, yeah, Cave's son, Arthur. I mean, that's what sucks, man, when it comes to artists that have to deal with the grief right here. He said, Snyder said right here, I was suffering through grief uh, I was suffering through a grief he was able to use his art to speak to. So that's always good when that happens. 
And then, of course, it talks about themes, uh, about everything. It says, for me, whether you're a filmmaker, sculptor, writer, carpenter, gardener, I believe if you, have, if you look deep enough, your personal mythology is reflected in the things you do. And this, is, and this was just a really public version of that. Listen, I make movies. I love how he says, listen. Listen, I make movies. That's what I do. So if I had, if, so if it had, so if I had been, say, a potter or maker of pull cues or axes, I would have expressed my grief through that. It is going to come out naturally, of course. That's what he told the Times. And of course, we talk about that. Here's a good shot with them in the cast and uh, everybody who's simping, of course, Miss Nora right here. Uh, absolutely. Autumn's work is amazing. Now they talk about how Autumn was also an artist herself and we, uh, plan for people to read it. So she's written some things out. So he's probably, they're probably going to read it, but it's too hot. It's too hot for us now, but we want to honor it. We do have a plan and as a family talk about it. So that's cool. We're going to see some of Autumn Snyder's work. You gotta love that. So Netflix and all that stuff. What's been really rewarding and fun is that this universe that I is this universe I created that I created. See, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, yeah, we want we want more of the DC Snyderverse, sure. But we love the we gotta love the fact that he created this one out of his own fucking head. You know, this is coming out of Snyder's head, just like you know. I mean, the only other one we can really look to that is, you know, Sucker Punch, which hopefully we'll see the uh, director's cut of that soon. Watch, watch somehow he'll intertwine the two worlds. I don't think that can happen, but you never know. Uh, let's see. I know the canon. I created the canon. It, 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 it much more liberating sort of world to be inside of. Yeah. You don't have any kind of, you know, he just, he could do whatever the hell he wants. And then this is from Nora Arnezeder. I can, I don't know how to say her last name. I know she's like French or something like that, but working with Zach was a kind of a dream, actually. The coyote, and she plays the coyote, of course. What I love about him is that he gives us a lot of freedom. There's barely any marks on the ground telling us where to stand. He operates the camera and follows the actor, which gives a lot of freedom to improvise. There's not, there's no such thing as failure in Zach's world. Of course, they misspelled Zach right there. Jesus, come on, guys. Spell check. Well, then again, that is a way to spell it. He's about, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, let's try something else. It's a good way to do it. And of course, Ana de Ragara, who plays Cruz, talked about working with him and David Lynch, some of that stuff. And then here's the thing that uh, Amari Hardwick was talking about. He said, uh, and while so much has been written in the past about Snyder's lack of gender and racial diversity, which doesn't make any sense, they're just trying these these fucking assholes just try to pin all this stuff on him. Of course, uh, actor Amari Hardwick knew they were making a different kind of film when he saw not only how diverse a cast Snyder had assembled, but how he was portraying them on screen. And this is what Hardwick had to say. For me, it was the moment where there's a hero shot for everybody. You remember that? You remember, right? That slow-mo sort of flashback with the camera. Oh, did he call it a flashback? Wait a minute. I thought it was, you know, just a imaginative uh, visualization of what was being talked about. But he called it a flashback. Huh, huh, Mr. Hardwick, are you trying to indicate something that this was a flashback to another timeline? The slow-mo sort of flashback with the camera going around everybody, capturing their heroic space and moment. Shout out to Zach for equally allowing the world to see women in that space. That was a moment for me that I realized we're doing some we're doing some uh, we're doing some pretty special here, doing something pretty special here. He's making everybody look like a hero. So yeah, see, so there you go. Where Snyder goes next is still on the card. So he talks about what he's doing next. He says, and going forward, I have a project I'm working on. We'll see if it comes to fruition, but I'm really excited about just trying to be as passionate and as complete in making of things as I can. Snyder hasn't forgotten about the tragedy, of course, and the hardship in the last five years. If anything, the main lesson that we've learned is besides, you know, all that, obviously the, um, the pain and stuff like that. Moving forward, I just have to be really active. I don't know how much more Zach can be active, but my God, he is pretty damn active. So got all that. So there's the article, guys. You know, I just kind of just went through it real quick, but it's just I thought it was a good article. That was a good article, you know, with a couple of 
you got some quotes from his cast and you just got quotes from him talking about the last five years and just where he's at right now. It's great. It's absolutely great. I know. See, I just, like I said, Hardwick was like flashback. Okay. Because I am, I, oh man, I love the, I love the theories. I love talking, but I don't like this theory right here. Okay. So here's a certain theory that I have right here. Um, that I keep seeing and I'm like, eh, I don't really like it too much, but it's this right here. Okay. I don't know if that Vander is, uh, actually Zeus. I don't really like this theory, but then again, there is a lot of, there is some indication, but at the same time, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just, I mean, maybe, maybe, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about this theory right here. What's going on? What's going on, Nicotina? But a lot of people are kind of wondering because, you know, they had, you know, similar looks to them, you know, and stuff. So I don't know. I, I'm just not really a fan of it. I, I think, I think that Van knows and is possibly interacted with Zeus before he became this uh, alpha predator alien zombie guy. Because obviously he was a soldier because he was wearing dog tags. And I'm pretty sure that Van, you know, obviously he's, you know, he's, he's had special training. We know this. So I'm thinking that, because you also saw that shot. You also saw that shot too, where, you know, instead of just like, hey, I'm, I'm going to shoot you. We're going to fucking throw down fisticuffs, man. So, you know, that was a little interesting because it was like, wait a minute, have they met before? What's going on with that? So. I don't know. I, I, I don't really like that theory. I'm not really a fan of that theory, to be honest. I'm not. So, um, all right, let me mute that. And then we'll, uh, let's go to that men's health. Uh, we'll just see like a little brief part of the men's health. I can't, damn it. I had it at one point and it looks like, it, okay, there it is. Cool. All right. Let's, oops, let's not do that yet. All right. But yeah, let's go to the men's health thing, which I say, like I said, <laughs> Uh, you know, Zack Snyder's just going to embarrass and he didn't embarrass himself. He embarrassed pretty much, you know, 95% of the population that are under 55, just kind of going like, Oh, what? This guy can, you know, this guy looks like that. Jesus. What can he, what can we say, man? This is fucking Zack Snyder, Zack Schneider. All right. So here's part of it right here. Oh, oh, can't do that. I'm going to have some feedback. Hold on a sec. Uh, all right. Ooh, 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 ooh. How am I gonna do this? I'm trying to do this with a streamyard, but of course, there's that little backfeed thing here. I can't. Okay, hold on a sec. All right, so we'll just play it right here. I know what I can do. Ah, oh, crap! I had it saved at a spot. Damn it! So he talks about this man. I had it saved at a certain spot, and it just effed it up. Oh well. Talks about his trainer. All that stuff. So here it is right here. Kick my ass. And then, of course, in Justice League, everybody's working out all those Amazons. Right now, I train uh, my trainer, Alessandro. He's a mad scientist. So we're constantly trying to turn the hormones on and then take advantage of those. Today, I think we're doing chest and shoulders and biceps. So normally it's legs and oh, legs beast. and more legs. So yay. <laughs> so the warm up, it looks like it's uh, 25 pounds and it's like 12 reps. I mean, 25 pounds a side. Smith machine. 95 pounds. 95 pounds. Uh, today is intense. He does that We're thing where he legs All of a sudden, he calls intensity. Apparently, that makes it harder. <laughs> Which I, it is. Uh, weird. And normally, the way we do it is we go uh, six reps, strip again, eight. Like One of the eight. important things when you're with your trainer is that you don't know exactly where you are, but I trust that he does. And so my philosophy in the gym is that the clay has no opinion. The marble does not get to decide in what sculpture it will be made into. It's simply to be at the will of the creators. <laughs> he, All right, we moved to the location. Half that my gear down. is in uh, or, uh, my wife's Pilates studio. So yeah, now we're gonna continue <laughs> with this. Debbie has, uh, a, Debbie has a she has a Pilates studio. So of course, this is why this is what keeps these people young right now. That's what's going on. Work out in this incline dumbbell. We got pretty strong over COVID, I think. My son trains with me quite a bit. We're all about, you know, the details, the muscle yeah, details. And, you know, Alessandro, if it was up to him, he would have everything popping pretty hard. Full strength is not really the goal. It's just to have the physique in. Exactly. 
everything separated and looking good, I think, I hope. <sighs> I like these days where it's just no rest. So we're going to go to the other, back there. Cat, how do you work out with a sweatshirt on, man? I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know how. When I see people at like gyms and stuff like that work out with like a hoodie on or some kind of zip up or like a sweatshirt, I'm like, how do you do that, man? How do you Cut do that? Machine flies. All right. So we done swooning over uh, Zack Snyder's workouts. <laughs> so I just thought I'd briefly, you know, touch bases on that since he did talk about it on the uh, the vodka stream show. Yeah, the dude's strong, man. Dude's strong. But he, like you said, it's not all about it's not all about just like you know fully maxing out. Like I, uh, that used to be like a common thing that you'd always see at the gyms. Like, how much can you bench, bro? How much can you bench? And then you see these guys just like doing it, like basically almost hurting themselves. And the, and the fact of the matter is, I had a high school friend. Like when I was in high school, um, I used to go to the Y the YMCA with uh, some friends. And uh, there was one day where I did I decided not to go with uh, these certain friends. Instead, um, my other friend, his parents were gone and we all decided to go get drunk at his house. And I got busted bad for that. Ooh, did I get busted for that one? Because uh, my friend, you know, it's just kind of funny because, okay, so if you have like a little kickback, little party at your house, okay, and a bunch of people are using cups, you know, rinse them out, clean the cups, and then put them back into the cabinet. Okay. Don't put them in the dishwasher. So then your mom goes, why are there a bunch of cups in the dishwasher? Yeah. Got busted pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good for that. Like, uh, yeah. Cause then, you know, his mom called all of our moms. It was great. But what, uh, you know, when it can't, when it comes to like lifting your max, like I, that day, should you not? And I was supposed to go to the gym that day with my friend, my friend decided to like squat as much as he could. He wanted to see how much he could do it. Of course he was on that certain machine that helps you, but guess what happened? The thing didn't freaking save him and like, you know, click it and, you know, stop the thing. No, he completely went boop and shattered a vertebrae in his lower back. <laughs> just pop, just shattered a vertebrae in his back. Crazy. So Yeah. Just don't do that stuff. But yeah, that like that he says that. It's not all about that. It's all about, you know, trying to get that physique and do whatever he can. Anyways, all right. On to things. Let's on to John Cena apologizes to China. That's right. You're gonna apologize to China. How dare you? What? What do they what what do they do for you? Huh? Well, well, yeah, that's right. They get yeah, they're part of your paycheck. Huh? That's right. John Cena. I can't even see you. Okay. You're apologizing to China. How dare you? Gotta, anytime I talk about China, I just got to bust out the fucking Trump impression, right? Oh, it's terrible. But yeah, there's the uh, here's the video right here. A lot of people were talking about it. Yeah, a lot of people were kind of going. And there's hashtag John Cena's a coward. So here it is right here. But he does it in Mandarin. Good for him. There, there it is right there. But apparently, because in an interview, he called Taiwan a country. And apparently that's a big no-no when it comes to the uh, Chinese communist government. Uh, they don't like it when you call Taiwan a country. I mean, I, I, to me, Taiwan's a country. But I know, they. I guess they consider it a territory. Some people are kind of going like, well, that's the way Puerto Rico is for the U.S. And I'm like, no, nah, I always considered Puerto Rico a country too. But um, we all know why he did it. We all know why he did it. I mean, it's obvious why he did it because, yeah, I mean, China's a huge market, but they're a little stingy when it comes to a lot of things. OK, that's this is why Hollywood and sport, I mean, even sports, NBA, they kind of they don't want to mess with that because China's a huge market. And, you know, you don't want to affect your uh, your bottom line or make your pockets a little emptier. So. Yeah, so you got to watch out for that. So yeah, you got the yeah, the you got to you got to apologize to the Chinese. I mean, that's that's something so small, so minuscule. The fact that he actually had to do that, that's crazy. So you know, somebody was telling him that too. It was either Universal or it was Warner Brothers because he's got two. He got Fast Fast Nine coming out, and obviously it did very well already in China. But then he got Suicide Squad coming out. So, I mean, you would think, like, who really gives a shit about that? But, man, I bet you he got hounded. 
and was like, yep, got to, uh, you got to apologize to China, man. Sorry. It's just what you got to do. And it's kind of, it, it sucks that that's the case because, you know, you, nobody wants to talk about some of the, uh, some of the things that are going on over there. Nobody wants to really talk about that. You know, you know, I mean, everybody talks about how bad and how horrible America is. We're so bad. We're so horrible. It's a, just the biggest racist society ever. And this, that, and this yet it's, you know, it's not, it's not, it's, uh, you know, America's pretty good. We have our, you know, we have our problems and yeah, sometimes we don't elect the, the best leaders, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, some stuff that's happening over there. I mean, yeah, it's just funny that you can't, you just really can't comment about it. So, but you know, there is some, uh, there's some things that, that, that are happening over there when it comes to the government, the people sure are fucking fantastic. Sure. But you know, when it comes to uh, the leaders, I mean, I'm not saying our leaders are the best too, but still, Jesus Christ, they never want to talk about it. They never do. So, and I'm probably going to get, watch, I'm probably going to get somebody showing up right now. There you talk about China and do a Trump impression saying, China, that's right. You're fucking China. That's right. That's what it's all about. Well, you guys, yeah, you're apologizing, you pussy. Yeah, you pussies. See, that's, that's probably what Trump says behind behind the scenes. All right, let's talk about Chris Hemsworth's chicken legs. <laughs> I'm telling you, trying to find, I know I'm canceled. I just canceled myself. I cancel myself every show. Um, no, let's talk about Chris Hemsworth's uh, chicken legs. So um, this was like trending last night. And I just fucking thought it was funny because Chris Hemsworth, it's like, hey, hey, Chris, we get it. Your kid is not a Thor fan. I think you've talked about this before. We get it. He's not a Thor fan. And this is probably just a big photo op to uh, show those big bulging arms that you created for yourself. Look at that tricep right there. Look at that tricep. I mean, I, I was worried about his his son's hand because, I mean, he's flexing that tricep. And I'm like, man, I hope he's not breaking that, his fucking kid's hand, man. I was a little worried about his kid. But, of course, you know, Dad, I want to be Superman. Well, of course. And then everybody started commenting about the fact that his legs are you know, they're kind of chicken legs a little bit. There's literally a hashtag, like Chris Hemsworth chicken legs. And what's funny is, I mean, I have a, my Mexican side of the family, chicken legs central. I think, I think my legs aren't as chickeny as my, uh, like my dad's, my uncle's and my Nana. She, I mean, get out of here. I mean, she's, you could, I could literally wrap my whole fist around her, uh, her calves. But, uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, he skips leg day. I don't think he actually does. I just think, yeah, just that's the way he's built. I'm, You know what's going to happen? Chris Hemsworth's going to end up like, all right, you call my chicken legs? All right. And he's going to, like, post a shot of his, like, giant thigh. And it's going to be, like, going to be huge. And then he's going to flex his fucking uh, calf, and it's going to pop out. You know, pop out like he's got a little ball behind there or something like that. So, but But still, do not skip leg day. Yes, leg day's suck we all hate leg days but it's half of your body you know words of the wise but i don't think he actually skips leg day maybe he just doesn't work out the calves as much i don't know but i think it's just probably genetics it's whatever uh rock yeah the rock definitely does not have chicken legs jesus hoof man that guy that guy's fucking thighs are like as big as my whole body my ugh. we're still waiting here we are tuesday guys we still haven't gotten that fucking costume reveal I'm just, I was thinking it was going to be this week, but now I'm kind of wondering, is it actually going to happen? Uh, and then lastly, sadly, um, hey, remember Kevin Spacey? <laughs> well, Kevin Spacey is coming back, guys. Coming back to film in an indie little film. You almost don't think it's real, but apparently he's coming back. Kevin Spacey is preparing to return to screen, playing the role of a detective investigating the case of a man wrongly suspected of pedophilia. Really? Oh, you know this was all set up. You know this was all set up. You know? I don't know what Kevin Spacey's trying to do here, but it's like, come on, dude. Come on, man. Are you really going to try to do something like this? Fuck you fuck you you've been busted many times and now you're going to actually come back and do a little indie film where you're going to be a detective investigating a man wrongly suspected of pedophilia come on 
Jeez, look at this guy trying to get on everybody's good graces again. Jeez. But you know, I mean, is that gonna is that gonna actually happen, Kevin? No. No, it's not. Shut up. Nobody wants that. Even though he's a good actor, I get it. I you know, I I I will, you know, movies, usual suspects, American beauty. LA Comedy, you know, there's a lot of movies that, yes, we could just go, yes, he's a great actor. Fine. But at the same time, it's like, all right, you're going to try to come back? That's a little, no. That's, no. R. Kelly's white brother, white gay brother. Remember, he was, he was, he was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, females that he was getting. He was getting males. He was getting uh, boys, young boys. Remember that. Yeah, so that's the thing. I mean, that, and there's so much of that that happens in fucking Hollywood and stuff like that. It's only it, it's it's kind of gross to think that we've only like barely probably scratched the surface on how bad it is. Maybe maybe not barely scratched the surface, but you know, it's just that's why they call it you know pedo wood or whatever the hell. So yeah, so good luck, Kevin. I mean, nobody's gonna want to watch that. I'm just saying, nobody's gonna really want to watch that. So. What can he do? All right. So let's go to some Twitter questions. Like I said, we'll do a post. Uh, yeah, there's not too many Twitter questions. So we'll get through these pretty quickly here. But uh, thank you guys for, of course, sticking around. And like I said, if you want to be part of the uh, members-only stream after this, become a member. All right, Edward. Hey, Dave. You hear the director of uh, Shadow and Bones will be directing a few of the Green Lantern episodes. Nice. Also, why can't AT&T see the demand for the Ayer cut just like they saw the Snyder cut? Cheers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really would like to. Uh, it just seems like a no-brainer. I'm hoping they actually do that. Matthew Kempf. Snyder School V-Necks. Netflix is such a good path right now. Also, I did notice the pixel thing in some scenes. Compression problem for streaming, maybe. Maybe. I, I, I didn't notice the pixel when I saw it on the big screen or or when I rewatched it twice on Netflix. I didn't notice it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if there's some, some kind of meaning behind it or what. John, what if uh, the reason Vandero is... Uh, <laughs> is so reluctant to be friendly towards Dieter at the start of the, uh, of army dead is because he can't bear getting close to him emotionally again, as he's already lost him three times already and, and doesn't want to lose him again. Yep. That could be part of it, man. That could be part of it. It very well could be part of it. There's so many theories there and I love it. Gotta freaking love it. Uh, hey, Dave, I hope you uh, had a good day. Here's a question. Buster Keaton or Charlie Chaplin? I'm going to have to say Buster Keaton. Only the only reason, I mean, they're both obviously fantastic, but there's something about Buster Keaton that I think when he utilizes his environment, I think he utilizes his environment a lot more. And, you know, I mean, Jackie Chan has always talked about how he always based a lot of his stunt work to Buster Keaton. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Buster mm -hmm. Keaton on that one, man. And then, uh, oh, yeah, I remember this video. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember that. I remember that video going around. Yeah, Hong Kong wasn't even, yeah, they said, Hong, a lot of people that were protesting in Hong Kong were Trump supporters, man. They, they like Trump over there. A lot of people over here are going, what the hell? It's like, yeah, it's a different world over there. It was kind of interesting. Was kind of interesting when that when that came about. A lot of those protesters were like, "No, Billy Iris's Batgirl." No, her expressions are so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I I don't want it. I don't want it. Let's see, what's this? Ali in 2016, a 16 year old Taiwanese pop star based in Korea was forced to apologize for waving her country's flag in a music video. Do you think Disney will send Angelina Jolie and Chloe Zhao to apologize for breaking up CCP's pride? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to comment on that when you just kind of go, what is happening? Why is that the case? Uh, Humpro, hey, Dave, thought you might... Uh, thought you mind... Want to read this interview with Craig Ma Mazin, who was approached when the studio was initially looking to do JL rewrites. That's interesting. That's interesting. 
That's very interesting. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. I didn't know that uh, when they were looking, I didn't know that this Craig Mazin guy, that they were looking for him. Very, very interesting. I wonder what he has to say about all that. He's probably like, damn, I'm glad I didn't fucking rewrite that. So ah, the comment was, uh, what's going on? You guys okay? Nobody. I don't like what we still Okay. Oh, we're talking about Kevin Spacing. Yeah. Accuse him. Uh, I know. See, that's what's, that's what's creepy too. What Jose said about a lot of his accusers ended up dying. I think Kevin Spacey still has some power. And I think he's got such a big ego that he still thinks that he can make it back. He really does. I think Kevin Spacey thinks that he could still make it back into Hollywood and do his shit. That's why, you know, in the past few, couple of years, he's been trying to do like little things. He like did those weird little videos and shit like that. I think he really thinks he can make it back. He's that fucking cocky. Guaranteed. So anyways, man, wild stuff, wild stuff. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up and I uh, appreciate you guys clicking in. Like I said, hit that like thumbs up before you leave, hit that notification bell. So you know when I'm doing this stuff, hit the join button. If you want to be part of uh, members only streams and uh, videos, which we'll be doing a post stream and I'll just uh, answer some questions and whatnot and talk about some stuff, give you a little more tea and everything. And then of course, uh, if you want to be part of the Patreon, you can do that too and be part of the Patreon stream that I think we'll be doing this weekend as well as uh, getting some early access to things like some new merchandise and whatnot. Uh, see, it was Wonder Meg who disliked. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. It was all Wonder Meg. But uh, anyways, go ahead, do that. And then, uh, yeah, check it all out. And uh, yeah, guys, I'll see you uh, members over in the members only stream. Just look for it. Like I said, on your, uh, on your main feed, I'm going to post it right there. And you guys click in and uh, do all that stuff. All right, guys. Talk to you later.